You are listening to Astrology, the Amateur Astrologers Podcast. Welcome back, Masters of Ass and Amateurs of Astrology. I'm Audrey. And I'm Rachel. Hey, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome. We're back. Um, Feels like we haven't done this in ages. Yeah, we kind of haven't. We've we slacked a little bit. Not slacked on the upload schedule, but slacked on the recording, recording schedule. schedule. Uh, so, but it's okay. It's We're okay. back. But it's 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 fucking December. It's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas. Are we gonna take a little break, poo? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll pre-record. Ah, uh, do true. a little Christmas episode. Christmas. 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 Christ mace. Yes, Christ mass or holidays Jesus. or. Whatever holiday you celebrate around yeah. this time of year. Holiday days. We're here. So, <laughs> I've forgotten how to do this. I was just like, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all the holidays around this time of year. <laughs> just so we're inclusive. Exactly. Um, I was going to say, how are you? But that's not how we roll here. What's your internal weather today? Yeah, what is my internal weather? Um. Okay. Yeah. So, your feet are on the ground, it's dirt, it's soil, and it's very warm underneath, and it's rumbling. Mm. And you can feel the little kind of moistness of the soil, but it's not clammy because it's warm. Mm. It's hot. But then up near your head, you're kind of in this crisp air, crisp Uh, winter air. Okay. That's my internal weather. That's beautiful. Thank you. What's your internal weather today? My internal weather today. Or just right now. Or right now. I feel like mine's been pretty steady all day, actually. I feel like mine is like um, a winter morning. Mm. You've woken up before the sunrise, but now the sun is coming up. And so there's these um, almost layers of light before the sun Mm -hmm. gets absorbed into the cloud. So you get this really beautiful, you know, reds and pinks Mm -hmm. of the sunrise, but you know it's gonna disappear into the cloud and it's gonna be a cloudy day. That's nice. Mm. That's very nice, thank you. You're welcome, thank you. And um, whoever's listening to this, think about what your internal weather is right now. Have a wee, have a little, a little Mm check-in. Check-in with yourself. chicken with yourself. Interesting, yes. So today- Vegan chicken only. Today we are introducing the planet of Jupiter. Hell yeah! So we've already done um, many planets. We've done a lot of the... the, Mercury. Yeah, and and I'm going to reiterate, in astrology, the sun and the moon are planets, and so is Pluto. Yeah. Um, And so we've done lots of the personal planets, and now we're moving on to... the outer planets. Actually, it is outer, but it's social. So, like, it's not the outer Uh, outer. mm. It's just more outer than the Uh, personal planets. Yes. Astronomically, it's an outer planet. yeah. It's beyond the... I can't remember what it's called. The ring of the earth of shits. (laughs) That's scientific, everyone. Note that down. I was going for the meteor belt that's after Mars and before Jupiter. Yeah, sure. Yeah? Sure. I just remember that because it's in that show. What's that show? Wow, we really suck today, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we're doing we're doing Jupiter, and Jupiter's big. Oh, it's a big boy. It's a big. It's, so it's 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 big. Yeah, I'll start with the basics. So as we said, it's a social transpersonal planet, mm-hmm. meaning that when we're looking at it in someone's chart, it's less. Um, sorry, it's more surface level, but less. <laughs> I wrote less surface level, and I, that doesn't. <laughs> that actually doesn't 
make sense, sense. in this no. context. So it's more surface level than your personal planets, but in a different way because it sees the vastness of things. It's not interested in details. Mm. So I'm going to explain this a bit more because it's a bit confusing. So it's not, uh, it doesn't tell us that much about our individual personalities. So like our Jupiter is in Pisces because we're born within the same year mm. and like the rotation of the fucking, of, not the rotation, the orbit of Jupiter yeah. isn't super long, but it's also much longer than like the moon's rotations and orbits, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, it's like in between. It's a middle, it's a middle planet. So it moves quite slowly. So it can be seen as generational in that sense. So it is generational in terms of people born within a certain year period of time have the same exactly so you and i again jupiter and pisces um but it does not mean that much to our personalities it means more to our generational personalities but the house Mm. placements are very personal and because i'm going to reiterate this because we got to recap all the kind of basics i guess or intermediate knowledge but um you need your exact birth time to look this up because your house placements will change drastically because depending on the time depending on the time that's why your ascendant which is marks the first house it marks that point of the first house means everything in terms of where your planets are and which houses Mm. not which signs because the signs they move gradually yeah the houses are dependent on like that moment that you were born yeah get you so when we look at houses which we'll look into later it can get actually quite personal. So it's the planet of luck. It's the planet of expansion, of growth, and optimism. And if you uh, connect it to a sign, what would that be? One that we recently did? Sagittarius. Yeah, exactly. Yes, Yeah. So applied knowledge. Boom. So it's about growth and optimism, the urge to find meaning, truth, and wisdom. So it is associated with Sagittarius. It's associated with the ninth house. Mm. Jupiter isn't concerned with the little details or the little things in life. Its view is giant. It sees the vastness of life. Jupiter is an explorer. It's expanding on the horizons constantly. Yeah, it's so like it's, the perception of, of horizon. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then I guess out of all the planets, it's maybe the most forward thinking in some kind of ways. Like I would say so. I would say Jupiter is less um, like linear forward it's more growth exponentially whereas like i would say uranus is more like forward thinking if we like in my mind so socially forward thinking okay uranus is like pushing the boundaries getting rid of the old Mm. whereas jupiter is just expand 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 and And, saturn is contract 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 yeah which we'll come to Mm -hmm. so this is also something interesting too is that it has a relationship to Saturn where it's not necessarily opposites, but they're they're pulls at each other, they're tensions with each other. Because Saturn is reality and responsibility. Um, Jupiter is God's law, that's what they say, and Saturn is human's law. And so God, okay. you could say take this in any kind of spiritual way, but it's expansive, it's vast, it's interconnected, right? Whereas human's law is restricts concrete boundaries puts it into reality pragmatism yeah Mm -hmm. okay so you can look at it like that um an astrologer on youtube Catherine hawking said um jupiter reflects our true potential our capacity to bounce back from adversity and our ability to experience bountiful increase in a range of ways 
So I think that's mm, a that's, nice. that's a really great kind of way of thinking, of, okay, well, what does this mean in my chart? Mm. Because before I was, I'm confused about it. I literally was looking at it. I was like, I don't know. Jupiter yeah, makes I, whatever it is big. I lit- <laughs> It just makes it bigger. You have it in your fourth house. You have a big ass house. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, no, I've never really got it. I'm just like, oh, what? Yeah. But I do get it. And I was just thinking, because you know how you were saying near the beginning, um, it's like, it's almost about a year that people mm-hmm. in the same year tend to have similar ones, right? Yeah. Um, and that's obviously not like January to December year, it's in the year of yeah. a thing. Um, but I was just thinking, oh, I wonder if that's why the kids at my school, each year group has like different niches of style. Mm, totally. Because <laughs> they're obviously expanding their personalities, but yeah, then yeah. they expand and then everybody else copies them. Yeah. So it's like, it's literally the first day I was at this school, um, someone in my department yeah, said, yeah, the like year eight girl uniform is leggings. Okay. And they all wear leggings all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really weird. Interesting. Yeah. Do you remember when jeggings were a thing? Oh my god! What a crime! What a crime! Yeah. I remember having to wear some for a um. A I street remember dance choosing to wear some. Yeah, I definitely okay, chose good, to wear some. Good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to be. A- no <laughs> no I definitely did but also we had to wear some for a street dance competition yeah that and used to be the classic you uniform you could not dance in them no I know but I one time I had to dance in jeans skinny jeans but for a competition grim. it was stupid that's Anyways. so dumb um, anyway that's keywords. Jupiter yes keywords for Jupiter growth prosperity healing expansion good fortune exploration intellectual optimism flourishing insight through knowledge broader purpose and reaching Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Astronomy, Rachel. Yeah. Give it to us. Astronomy. So, this is the more, uh, if you're not sure about the difference between astronomy and astrology, we talked about it. I think we did a whole episode on it, didn't we? If we didn't, we should. And yeah, I think we I think did. we did. I think, I think we did. Very we d- early on. We talked about it a while ago. Um, but astronomy is the more scientific, more widely accepted area of star-related study and space-related study. Yes. Um, so Jupiter is the fifth planet from the sun and it's the largest planet in the solar system and it's a gas giant. So um, the the inner planets, so Earth, Mars, uh Mm, yeah venus and mercury are all um like predominantly some kind of rock right whereas uh jupiter one of the things that so i can't really get my uh head around it lacks a well-defined solid surface Mm -hmm. it's just bits of gas Mm. sort of moving around one another and doing stuff which is kind of really beautiful it's super cool um it's composed primarily of hydrogen and helium and then different Measure of the measures of this, um, okay. And this is the this is the size bit, okay. So its mass is one thousandth of the sun. It's one. It's one. One yeah, one thousandth yeah, of the sun. Yeah. So it's so tiny, one over one over a, a thousand, thousand of, of the, the sun. sun. Exactly. So it's tiny in comparison with the sun, but it's two and a half times greater than all the other planets combined. Yeah. Because its mass, its weight, its mass is gaseous. Yeah. Because it's literally just made up of fucking little gases. But, 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 but it, it's, but it's, it's, the, it's, the size of it, the fucking diameter of it is giant. 
Yes, but its mass, so even though it's gas, yeah. is still so much greater than all the planets combined, two and a half times over. No, but you said one in one. its mass is one thousandth of the sun, meaning that it's tiny, tiny bit of the sun. Yeah, one thousandth of tiny of the sun. And then it's greater but in it, terms I'm of its But I'm still talking area. about mass. Aha, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So... But mass. So this is just. So is this just saying the sun is just like mega fucking the, the heavy? The sun is it's huge. It's really heavy. And heavy. Okay. So cool. heavy. But mass often correlates to size in planetary objects. Okay. Right. So like, doesn't matter that it is a gaseous object. Jupiter is still really, really fucking heavy. Okay. And really fucking big. Okay. It's just so hard to like. It's fathom. so hard to fathom. Essentially. Jupiter is fucking huge. You could fit all the planets within it two and a half times. It's so big, dude. It's so big. It's genuine. I can't. I'm like, what the fuck, man? What the <laughs> this fuck? This whole episode is just going, oh my god, it's, Jupiter. It's so it's big. so big. It's so big. <laughs> anyway, moving on from yes, the complexity <laughs> from the weird of its, of its largeness. Astrophysics <laughs> lesson. Yeah. So it's the third brightest object in the night sky after the moon and Venus. So the moon and the Venus are obviously a lot closer and therefore very bright. And that's in the night sky. Obviously the sun is the brightest object in the sky. Yeah. But in the night sky, it's still really bright. And actually you can, you can often see Jupiter and it also tends to have, like Mars, a kind of reddish hue. Hue. A vibe. Grant, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, <laughs> Hugh Grant. It has a massive <laughs> Hugh Grant. <Yeah. laughs> I love the idea of Hugh Grant's face just yeah. somewhere in the sky. I love it. Looking over us all. Mm. Um, so as I said, it lacks this solid surface, and it, as you probably know if you've seen a picture of Jupiter, and if you haven't, look at one. Mm-hmm. Um, its outer atmosphere is split into these really defined bands that are at different latitudes. So it looks kind of stripy yeah. when it's flat, right? Yeah. Storms occur at the boundaries between these bands. It's so cool. It's so cool because of the different gases meeting each other. And right? so what and how are storms on fucking Jupiter? Amazing. What's your internal weather on Jupiter? Yeah, what's the... what Jupiter... I'm if so you're listening, what's your internal weather? I'm so confused. But so the storms happen because different gas gas levels yeah. in these different bands but also because the bands move at different speeds Bro. so they're moving right yeah. okay and then this causes the big red spot on jupiter <laughs> yeah it's the just big, like a pimple. The big pus the yeah. big pus. <laughs> sorry rose is a spot um so which as we know has been going which is a big storm the big spot oh my god that's been going since at least the 17th century the 17th century is when it was first recorded that's crazy but it could have been going on for thousands and thousands of years it's a never-ending storm yeah which is incredible um spot okay a little bit more so jupiter has the fastest rotation of any planet so on its axis it spins the fastest Bro, okay and it completes that spin in less than 10 hours mm. but in comparison it takes 12 mm. earth years <laughs> to orbit the sun and because of this because it's spinning really quickly on itself but then taking a long time to go around the sun it has this thing called an oblate spheroid where it slightly bulges around its yeah, equator it so it's kind <laughs> so it's kind of an egg on its side okay even though we th- think of it as like a perfect circle. It's like the fact the Earth is an egg 
upwards. You know, the egg, yeah. the, the, the egg isn't a perfect, the earth isn't a perfect sphere. Yeah. You thinking about the bulge? <laughs> Dear Lord. Um, and I think it kind of looks like a forest, Jasper. That's nice. Crystal, by the way. Crystal. Crystal. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, sorry, that was in. It's intense. <laughs> it's fucking intense. I think we need to bring someone on here that actually like knows, like not that you don't know what you're talking no, about, but that no, can we literally definitely. answer all our questions. <laughs> we definitely need. We need if if there's anybody. To be fair, my friend Louis is a physicist. Bring him in. Wrong kind of physicist. Yeah, we need we need someone that like specializes a little bit more into like astrophysics. Yeah, like, space shit. Yeah, they're going to come on and be like, Rachel, you've been chatting shit this whole time. <laughs> um, I try. You do try. I, everyone honestly, listening, I, I really try. To me, it sounds like you're right. Well, that's the Pluto in the first house, yeah, though. Isn't that's, it? that's Rachel's Pluto in the first house. If you have Pluto in the first house, you always think you're right. And you lead with it. I don't always think I'm right. I think but I, it's not even that you think, you just lead as if you're right. Yeah. All the time. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Anyway, moving on to some Jupiter related mythology. Thank you for that intro. So because Jupiter is so visible to the naked eye, we've known about it since ancient times, whereas other planets we we haven't known until very, very recently. So the Babylonians, way back in the day... We love talking about those Babylonians. We love talking about the Babylonians. Which is modern-day Iraq. Exactly. Um, they kind of mark Jupiter as the representation of their god Marduk, or Mar- Maratuk, who's the god of creation, water, vegetation, judgment, and magic, which is quite a comprehensive yeah. load. Um, and so they use Jupiter's 12-year orbit along the ecliptic, which is that line that all the zodiac signs are on, um, to define constellations in the zodiac. So Jupiter was actually quite central to the origins of the zodiac. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. To structuring it. Yeah, to structuring structuring it. Yeah. So that is kind of a foundational moment in astrological history, Mm. which I think is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Jupiter in Roman mythology is the king of the gods. So he's the equivalent of Zeus in Greek mythos. And Jupiter is the sky and thunder god, and he's the chief deity until the kind of rise of Christianity in like modern day Europe. Eurasia mm-hmm. area. Um, so in Roman mythology, Jupiter negotiates with Numa Pompilius, who's mm-hmm. the second king of Rome. Hell yeah. We love you, Pompilius. Um, and establishes the principal religion of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Chinese, Japanese, Korean, and Vietnamese kind of um, astrologies, that being a slightly different relationship in those kind of cultures to how it's perceived in more Western astrology, they call Jupiter the wood star, which is based on the Chinese five elements, Mm. um, which I feel like we maybe talked about a long, long time ago. Um, But if you don't know about it, it's really interesting. Um, Were you going to say something? Yeah, it's funny that it's the wood star when it's like gaseous as fuck. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's all I had to say. Because it's so big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, And finally, in Vedic astrology, um, they named Jupiter, and I'm going to totally butcher this, I'm really sorry. Um, It's Bihraspati, which is the religious teacher of gods and often called the guru, which literally translates to heavy one, which makes sense. (laughs) Does guru actually mean that? Yeah. The the heavy one. It means heavy one. That's funny. Yeah, it's really interesting. The heavy one. The heavy one. (gasps) Which makes me think about it being grounded, which is again weird because it's gas. Because it's gas. Gas, but it's heavy. 
It's heavy gas. It's heavy gas. We discussed this yeah. earlier. This is it's heavy. Mass <laughs> gaseous. Mass mass just what was it? Your sister said in the Leo episode. I'm a gastrous object. <laughs> oh yeah, she said I'm a gas. Well, Ooh. Madalena, if you're listening, if you think you're gastrous, Jupiter mm-hmm. has definitely got one up on Jupiter's you. Jupiter's gassier than you. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. <sighs> okay. It's heavy. Deep breath. Deep breath. <sighs> Can we do one more? That was kind of yes. nice. I hope you did this with us now. I think we should do an episode that's like a meditation episode oh, where that would be so not nice. necessarily that we like do a meditative talk, but we like speak very calmly. We speak in calm okay. and dulcet tones. <laughs> we could do like ASMR. Yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. if anybody ever listens to our podcast to fall asleep too. I feel like it's not amazing to do that it's because we're too funny Mm, it's also because mercury and aries makes us loud as fuck and also just like we'll be really chill for one second then we'll be like ah and then we'll just freak the fuck out so i don't know if it's that i mean if you want to listen to a go to go to sleep go for it if you do let us know mm -hmm. and if you would like some more calm and I was going to say iridescent voices. That's not. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's move on to Jupiter in the houses. Yes. The nitty gritty. Exactly. So well, how I love to think of it as well, Jupiter. Jupiter expands whatever it touches. So whatever house Jupiter lands in for you, it just expands that house. Um, it also brings like kind of a luckiness to mm. it. So... Houses are your areas of life. So, little recap. The signs are kind of like the fundamental energies, how you work through them, whereas the houses are where you do where it. You, where you are in life. Mm-hmm. So, you need to know your exact birth time, as I said earlier. So, please ask your parents or look look for your birth certificate. <laughs> Find the shit mm-hmm. out. Google your natal chart or your birth chart. Um, my favorite places are astro.com or cafe astrology. And... Um, I just want to reiterate why I'm looking at the houses and not signs. It's because this is going to be way more personal mm. than looking at the signs. We can look at the signs. It's still kind of interesting generationally. But if you want to learn about Yourself. what Jupiter does in you, this, to is, the houses. this is where to look. Yeah. So find that out first. And now we're going to go through all the houses, 1 through 12. Yeah. And talk about how Jupiter expands this house. Mm. Shall I... Good. Yes. Dive in. All right. Jump so, in. so if your Jupiter's in the first house, you're someone who probably leads with lightness, with joy, with optimism. You're probably known as maybe an optimistic person. And with that comes a capacity to bounce back quite quickly and have a strong sense of self-belief. So, and your self-belief is n- not, it's maybe not grounded in like a, I am capable. It's a self-belief of I'm, I'm, I'm developing myself. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm building myself. I'm growing myself. And that self-confidence will in turn push you to achieve. It's like a positive cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, you're maybe quite a generous person, maybe a bit of a big exaggerator. And that kind of optimism might mean you overestimate what you can do or what you need is mm-hmm. the one that comes up. So you might just find that, you oversubscribe yourself to doing things, right? And and then you realize, oh, I've maybe been a bit naive about how much I've been able to do for myself. Mm. Um, and a thing that came up here, which maybe we can talk about as well, is general good health, mm-hmm. physical health, that being. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because the first house is the self, it's the body, it's the physical, the what you first kind of meet. Mm. Um, and I was also thinking that I think that makes sense with health, but it also makes sense with like um, potentially energetically taking up space in mm. some way. And so because any any planet in your first house is going to activate yourself your personality quite in an intense way so people will meet that Mm. from from the moment they meet you and so i kind of think about it as well because jupiter is also connected to sagittarius it's almost like you have a sagittarius rising yeah yeah right so anyone with with these with planets in the first house definitely look that up because it will start to skew your your um rising yeah you know yeah because like for me i feel like my planets in my first house um almost they don't cancel out, but they definitely um, push down my Capricorn rising a bit. Because mm. I'm not the most fucking serious. What else do you have in the first house? Uranus and Neptune. Ah, uh, yes. So it's yes. almost like I have a Pisces rising and uh, an Aquarius rising. Yeah. Which makes sense. So anyways, yeah, look does. at that. Very interesting. Yeah. I was also thinking, yeah, just like generally taking up space in places. Mm. Not to say that this person isn't aware or self-aware. It depends on each person. But... I could potentially see people with Jupiter in the first house, like, not realizing that they're expanding everywhere. Yeah, that's so true. So, so true. Um, Second house. So if your Jupiter is in the second house, you're probably quite resourceful and you take pleasure in sensorial experience and power. So the second house being about value in some kind of way. It's often tied to money and obviously we try to destabilize the capitalist hold on astrology um so i think it's more about value and physical value so maybe possessions maybe money maybe place in different kind of ways Mm. um so others might if you have your jupiter in the second house other people might perceive you as lucky within physical value systems you might be someone who people say oh you seem to always end up kind of okay financially or you seem to always have really beautiful things um and with that you might be a bit overindulgent um and actually again this thing about the physical came up a lot in terms of jupiter and people actually talked about with the second house and people being and i use this term with like huge quote marks overweight because i think like that fits into a fat phobic societal perspective which is disgusting in my opinion Mm -hmm. um no it's not even in my opinion it's just gross don't fat shame anybody yeah um but because you're you are kind of maybe value focused you're very resourceful and your strong sense of self-worth because your value probably extends to yourself Mm -hmm. as well contributes to your success this is a thing that repeatedly comes up with a jupiter placement in a house and i feel that because i have jupiter in the second house ah yeah, yeah 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 and i think your your possessions owning things is probably quite important to who you are and also significant in the journey through your life the Mm -hmm. expansion through your life definitely um so i think from my interpretation this also might be a house where possessions are quite nostalgic for you Mm -hmm. because they remind you of who you are and who you are now yeah you were and who you are now i also have like my moon and stuff in this and venus in the second and mercury in the second house. yeah yeah (laughs) i have a lot in the second house so it does kind of like it's hard for me to separate what my jupiter in the second house means when i have a lot of other things yeah, also there no, for sure, but i do for definitely sure. feel this kind of like could be overindulgent definitely mm. uh, especially with food um in terms of like splurging money with food yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. um do you think you're perce- per- per- perceived perceived as lucky in terms of 
maybe with money i don't know maybe if i'm perceived as lucky because you tell me but i definitely sometimes feel very lucky with like jobs i get mm. and um because uh, i have a lot of anxiety around money but then i'll have that for a while and then somehow something kind of feels like it just falls into my lap. Yeah. Like I almost yeah. just like ask for it and it happens. Mm, you know, that's interesting. like getting my first job here without without showing my CV mm. at the restaurant and having never worked at it. And she was like, okay, we don't usually do this, but okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. like I do kind of feel lucky with that. I feel mm. lucky to have been. And same with like when we started like nannying. It was like it was a pit so of easy. how are we going to well, find jobs? Crazy. And then all of a sudden I got contacted. And yeah. It was just like, cool. It's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. So I don't Sounds know. I feel kind of lucky with like job stuff. Yeah. Um, Defo. Yeah. Third house. So third house being the house of communication. Yes. Um, so this is a house where sharing ideas is quite important to you and especially in the name of something that's positive. And this probably correlates to like thinking about uh, like positive community and society things as well maybe just also positive things in your life you like talking about uh how to make yourself feel better how to make other people feel better um and there's also maybe a forward planner thing and you're maybe someone who's also often turned to for advice and you put a lot of other people at ease in social situations so i think that's where that this the visual for me of expansion comes in place you enter a room with your jupiter in the third house and you you set other people to a nice calm, mm. which I think is really beautiful, actually. Yeah, I thought awesome. it was a really nice placement. Um, Jupiter in the fourth house. Mm. Fourth house being roots, home, family. Um, this is definitely a happiness is home person. And you maybe find it very easy to make warm connections with people. Um, with that, deep bonds with loved ones are kind of a full driving force for your self-understanding. Um, and that kind of strong instinct, strong instincts are also quite important. You might be someone who has like a good gut instinct. And that is often something that drives you forward in positive ways and is quite a guiding force in your life. Mm. Um, and then this is ironic about what you said earlier. Often Jupiter in the fourth house apparently <laughs> dream of a large and spacious home, which I thought was very yeah. funny. Um, and then another thing I came up with came up in my research was that um, at an older age you're quite you're quite rewarded, mm. which I think is that thing of um, growth and old age being the time at which we've we maybe grow at a much much slower rate mm -hmm. because we've grown so much through our lives, and so that's the. I feel like peak is like the wrong way of explaining it because it feels too like vertical, yeah. hierarchical, but there's still something about reaching a mm -hmm. a pinnacle moment of your growth yeah. um, and that being a really positive time, which I think is- That's really your placement. Is it? Jupiter in the fourth, yeah. Ah, yeah. I do connect with a lot of that actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think my, I always talk about my gut instinct, don't I? Mm -hmm. I'm always like, yeah, my gut said yes. So here I am. <laughs> and my gut said no. So here I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, like, sorry, can I just listen to my stomach for a second? <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> stomach says no. Sorry, let me just check the bowel. As well. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So do you dream of a large and spacious home? Um... I guess technically yes, because I dream of homes like my family home and my grandparents' home, mm. which are quite large, spacious houses. Mm. Um, I do dream of space, so like um, uh, a kind of a kind of a wonder dream of mine is to live on 
um, the Isle of Arran, which is like my favorite place in the world, um, and have like a beautiful house and a piece of land and having space for my potential future children to explore and that be safe. So yeah. So that's very Jupiter and forth. Yeah, it's yeah. very Jupiter and forth. Mm. But it's something about, I don't think I necessarily dream of the home being big. Yeah. The space that is home is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it could, I think that's interesting because it could then mean so many different things to different people. Cause yeah. Because someone might be like, yeah, no, actually I want a big ass house. Yeah, I want a mansion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, I do, I connect with it a lot. And I think I, I do find it incredibly easy to have, um, to like connect with people. And I'm also quite looking forward to my old age being rewarding. Yeah, that sounds lit. Yeah, I'm, I'm woohoo, <laughs> a granny coming out. Is that, is that gonna be your whole year? Yeah, whole I'm finally gonna become a slut in my like mid, <laughs> mid 80s or something, it. yeah, I'm into it. I see it for you, that's fun. Moving on anyway, I've talked a lot about myself. Jupiter in the fifth house, fifth being uh, creativity, playfulness, childlikeness, inner child, all those kind of things. So um, that playful creative warmth propels these people into and through creative areas. Um, Jupiter and fifth house people are maybe drawn to children and that could be in different ways. Maybe that's um, just in general. Mm. You maybe, you just, you like kids. Um, that might be in your in your calling in life. You might end up somewhere where you do work with young people. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be also that kids are quite drawn to you is the thing I came, up, came across That's as cute. well, which is really nice. That's adorable, um, love that. I feel like anybody, like Jupiter in the third or Jupiter in the fifth, fantastic teachers yes yes and that is the thing you that know? comes up here jupiter and fifth are incredible teachers and they love sharing knowledge mm. so it's again that thing of imparting of growing other people and that's i think awesome. that's so lovely so lovely um yeah super nice jupiter in the sixth is super high standards in the work and always treat others with kind of respect and faith in this space so um in a, in the this is where kind of the optimism comes out you always have faith in the people you work with you always know that Mm, they are capable that's sweet which is really sweet but obviously that can have difficulties because um you you might i don't want to say overestimate but you might overestimate other people or you maybe might overestimate someone and then maybe the support isn't there for them on their journey of growth Um, but that faith can be like a really powerful tool Mm -hmm. so this is also a placement that's really positive if you end up as a in a managerial role Mm -hmm. and you're managing other people because you 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 put others at ease by saying you can do this Mm -hmm. you've got this which is awesome which is really cool um you might miss out on things in the moment because you're quite focused on the bigger picture in that workplace. So you're thinking, yeah. this is where I think my perspective of it as forward thinking comes in because it's like work yeah, oriented. Okay. Is like you're focused on the the climax of your project or mm-hmm. thing or whatever. And so you might miss out on the presence yeah. in, that, in that journey with that thing. Um, you might be someone who works to help people who are less fortunate than you and you take huge pleasure in the work you do and being mm-hmm. useful to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe. lots of expansion in, in duty and service. This, Helpfulness, yeah. also with health yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a repeated thing that comes up with Jupiter in general is mm. um, it's not, it's even though if it can be incredibly personal, which a lot of these things are, it's always coming out, it's always shared, exactly. it's always going to other people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm. 
Yes. So the seventh house, Jupiter in the seventh house, seventh house being partnerships, relationships. It's also public because it's mirroring the first house, the first house itself. Seventh Mm. is public. Um, So someone with Jupiter in the seventh is very giving. They put the other person first all the time. So one-on-one relationships are very important here and they always want expansion in that. So that might mean like whatever expansion means to them, that might mean marriage, the traditional kind or the kind of like the mind, marriage mm. of minds. Um, so this this person also could have multiple partners, but it also means that whoever is the partner of this person, um, this person will bring great abundance into their life. So Jupiter in the, in the seventh will find people and the people will bring so much to them, so mm. much abundance and expansion to them. Mm. So you find your expansion, your abundance through your relationships. That's, that's yeah, Jupiter in the seventh. Yeah, okay. Um, that's interesting. It has an interesting correlation with, um, what am I thinking of? Is it Scorpio Venus? And the thing of um, relationships with other people being transformative. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting mm-hmm. like correlation between those two things. Yeah. yeah. And so this leads well into the eighth house. So Jupiter in the eighth house. So anything, any planet in the eighth house um, will be greatly transformed in this lifetime. Oh, wow. So Jupiter being your principles and belief systems, um, these will be a a big transformation in your life. Mm. Um, So there are talents here also in strategy and research and investigation because we know eighth house likes the mysteries. Yeah. Possibly this person also is not very easily shocked by taboos because they kind of, they have the expansiveness of, of the eighth house. They've seen it all. They yeah. know it all. Yeah. Um, they're chill with it all. Mm. <laughs> so uh, they're also, because the eighth house is also ruled, it's a water house that's so ruled by Scorpio. It's a very giving and emotional sign um, in house. And then um, it also is giving in a material sense as well. So again, there's an expansiveness of wanting to spread this healing energy, spread yeah. the material things, and spread like the emotions and the love through this. Mm. But I, I think that's super interesting to look at what planets are in your eighth house that will greatly be transformative. Oh in my your god, life. yeah, that's so interesting. So the ninth house, um, it's comfy here. We're happy here. Yeah, Jupiter the ninth. It's its natural placement uh, because the ninth again connects to Sagittarius and connects to Jupiter. So um, it's a life where you look for truth. It's always, always expanding on truth. Uh, you are a natural philosophical person, philosophical by nature. You really value freedom and movement of expression, and you will be naturally inspirational to others as well. Aww. Which I love. This is also a great one to be a teacher, to be kind of yeah. like a, a role model, you know? Um, also, this placement will definitely find, like, travel um, and educational success. So there's there's kind of optimism and interests and luckiness when it comes yeah. to um, travels. And higher education. So... I, I love it when they're, the bits are in their comfy place. And yeah, I'm like, this I'm like, is cute. Oh, it's so like, happy. you don't have to talk about the tension that it, mm. it holds. It's just like, oh, it just sits yeah, there. It just sits there and does its thing. Um, so then Jupiter in the 10th house. 10th house being career, calling, um, reputation, um, public eye, all the stuff. Authority. So Jupiter in the 10th house will have a large career. They will also be a natural leader. Um, but this is really important that your career um, follows along 
with your beliefs so you're able to like live your beliefs in Ooh, your career that's interesting i can already see where tensions might arise mm-hmm. with like um lived experiences if definitely. you have this placement wow. definitely so others also might see you as very lucky in your career as well i think anybody will see you as lucky in whatever house it's in so like um you have jupiter in the eighth people are going to think you're quite lucky when it comes to like um research and strategy and investigation mm. and maybe even taboo things and whatever just as an example yeah um so jupiter in the 10th ethical mature resourceful um and also position or status might be quite important for you and there might be a on the negative side of wanting to kind of assert this in the world in a really grand level because this is about expansion Uh, so it's like expanding your power expanding your Mm. position so then jupiter in the 11th jupiter in the 11th is like oh 11th house anything with 11th house as we talked about in the leading episode it's humanitarian it also Mm. just has like lots of friends yeah it's just a friend friend oriented house um so jupiter in the 11th house means that you have lots of friends and acquaintances from all over the world because you have a just a big expansive social circle yeah um very humanitarian your social life will mean a lot to you um you are also very open to new methods and progress very altruistic by nature and you can see expansion and focus on social movements as well here. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. None of these are bad. I mean, sorry. They, that was look, that was poor phrasing. Rachel? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? No. I'm still an amateur. Okay, so, sorry. No placement is bad. Some are tense, right? Yes. So I also... Okay, look. Wait, I have a thing to say too. <laughs> <laughs> I also think here, we haven't gone into exactly what could be bad because there could always be positives and negatives yeah, no, lights and shadows definitely. to these placements well, and we I, haven't I really gone that. into it i did a bit <laughs> go for it i mean <laughs> okay, i did okay. a little bit too yeah, but yeah. i feel like because jupiter is a planet of optimism and luck it's like wherever it's placed it's not gonna be naturally super tense. It just no. depends on your life that might make it tense. No, okay, yeah. Like get Saturn's you, you. different. I just, I think that's an interesting thing about this planet, right? Because you get other planetary placements that are tense. Like fucking Saturn. Like, like Saturn, but also like, if you think about Mars in a water placement, that yeah. is something we perceive as being quite tense. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I guess you could think of it as, so, so Jupiter being with Sagittarius, being with the ninth house, that's a fire sign. <clears throat> so you can think of it as, say, we p- put it within, mm, I don't know, I don't know what point I'm trying to make here. I'm just trying to basically mix it around and see if we can come up with something that would be kind of heavily shadow side. But I also feel like we've done that because if you think about like in the first house, um, you can take up space. Mm. In the 10th house, um, you can also fucking take up space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like you can go overboard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, let's, Let me finish the last house. Um, so Jupiter in the 12th house. This is, um, so, okay. You know how some of the signs had old rulers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Pisces, which is the ruler, ruling of the 12th house, um, connected to the 12th house, Jupiter used to be also the ruler of Pisces. Ah, okay, okay. Um, What's now the ruler of Pisces? Neptune. Ah, we. Which is my Neptune in the first house. Yes, we. You see me? So, um, Jupiter in the 12th house. So it was, so it is content here because Mm. it is the old um, ruler. Uh, So it's just because more contemporary astrology says that, like, Pisces is with 
um, Neptune instead, and then like Pluto. Yeah. Is with Scorpio because Scorpio used to be with Mars. Yeah. Okay. Feel you. me? Okay, I'm with you. So, um, it's content here. You want a lot of privacy and time to be alone. So, because Pisces is like a super, um, Pisces and the 12th house is like mm-hmm. super spiritual. The 12th house is your spiritual world. You're not in reality in the 12th house. The 12th house is how you connect to everything that isn't physical. Yeah. And everything that is emotional and psychic, that's mm-hmm. how you connect to it in the 12th house. So if you have your Jupiter in this, it actually just expands the whole world yeah, I was gonna for say, you. It just feels like limitless then. Yeah. And, and so there's a great power in this. Um, but there's also a want to also be private and have time alone to be able to kind of expand within this mm. um the spiritual world can be your safe haven here okay um also a lot of sites that i read it said in this placement it means like you are spiritually protected like oh, the, the spirits are protecting you oh, you wow. because you have such expansion in that realm mm. and it's it's yeah like i said it's considered the guardian angel position which is pretty cool mm. so you also whoever has this placement might have an innate faith in the universe as well and these people will find meditation incredibly expansive. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. But they'll, they're like, they're like, it's going to be like, whoa. yeah, that's, that's my life. Oh, mm. mate. Good shit. Yeah. Good shit. That's yeah. super interesting. What, what, what is this next thing you've written? Um, so I had actually had two things because I forgot to say it in the beginning. Okay. But I wanted to, um. Can we, can we, can I read what it says? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read it. Okay. <laughs> um. But oh, I feel like we need to conclude first. Oh, sorry, cause, sorry. Because this is separate. Too overexcited. So, any thoughts about what we've just gone through? I just think that it's really, they're really beautiful. Like, and they have, I think if they're harnessed in the right way, it is su- a super powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's funny how even the, the first six houses, the more personal self houses mm-hmm. there even them are beyond the self mm-hmm. they're always it, there's a lot of stuff about perception there's a lot of stuff about generosity um and i find it funny when things like that happen in astrology and you see the how the the energetic qualities of all these things undermine like the rules yeah and how that's just like okay that's yeah. accepted is nice it's so nice good shit hell yeah do you have any thoughts mm. I don't know. I think I understand a bit more about Jupiter and what it means to just expand a fucking area of life. Oh my god, yeah. I think I understand it a bit more and I think I'll understand it even more um, when we can read more in depth into these placements and Mm. maybe also meet people and understand where their Jupiters are in that. Because right now all we know is like each other's. Yeah. And then we can kind of start analyzing that but like... You need to meet lots of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Mm. Very, very good. Um, Yeah, what I wanted to say, uh, something that has happened this week or last week, I guess, because I wanted to get into like where are we ass and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll start with like kind of where am I ass and I'm I'm doing good. I'm very stressed. But what I did want to say was that a way of expanding our show in line with Jupiter is that I put now... (laughs) On both Tinder and Bumble, my (laughs) profiles, I have now put astrology podcast so if you're listening from these apps if you have found us through (laughs) my profile on tinder or bumble welcome 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 and i I need to do this i think you maybe should because there's this part of me that's like look i think we need to expand 
Expand on Marxism. That was my way of expanding, and I wanted to share that with you here. I've like been waiting to tell you for this whole week. Um, and thank you. You're welcome. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to put it on my Tinder bio. Yeah. Because, like, why not, you know? Yeah. Also, Tinder's dry at the moment. What is going on? <laughs> is everybody just, like, coupled up for Christmas? I also just feel like there's plenty of plenty of matches to go around, but no one talks anymore. Oh, it's so true. Have you noticed this? That is so true. It's because like, it's dark and it's It's because everyone's just sad as well. Oh. I'm not that sad. I'm doing all right. Sorry. That's great for you, Rachel. Yeah, I was just like, I didn't want to be included in the generalization. I just was more meaning like the like social life is so fucking depleted right now. Yeah, that's true. That it's just like nobody knows how to function, that's I feel true. like. But then again, look, I get, I was on my way back from work yesterday and there's lots of teenagers that are out and about not wearing masks and like drinking. Oh, teenagers don't give a shit. But they like, don't give there's a that shit. part of me that's like shape up come on like you need to like mm. take responsibility and the other part of me is just like damn it i wish i was them and i didn't give a shit because <laughs> <laughs> i wish i didn't have social responsibility <laughs> w- they're having so much fun <laughs> oh yeah i yeah, get it it's conflicting yeah but um i don't know i just don't want that. a teenager at school to give me coronavirus before christmas yeah no i'm not con- i'm not condoning it no. whatsoever i'm Anybody actually condemning it wear but- a mask yeah, wear a mask. Wear that mask. Wear my ass. Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's where your ass. Um, yeah, no, stay fucking smart, dude. Yeah. Just like, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Um, but there is obviously that part of me that's like, damn it, like, fuck, they're having fun. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, pisses yeah. me off. I want to have fun too. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to. <laughs> well, you could have fun. No, you I can have fun in other restricted ways. ways. Look, I was having fun during first lockdown. I was living my life. Yeah. And it's literally just been, like, up until this next one that I'm like, wow. I miss a social life. Mm. I miss it so much. Mm. It was fine for a little while. Yeah. I could do it. It's chill. Now I'm just like, oh, damn. Yeah, mate. It's also just, like, being 22 and, like, not having a social life. <laughs> Just makes no, no Taylor Swift in this podcast, thank you. But being 22 and, like, not having anything to do on a Friday night pisses it's me boring. off. It's, it's it fucking is bo- boring. It is boring. I and do get you. And living in a capital fucking city, I moved here yeah. for a reason. For well, the we're nightlife. Out, we're <laughs> out of lockdown now. We can do stuff. A with substantial a, with meal? A, with a substantial meal. Yeah, it's like in... Substantial meal. Okay. I had a salad on Friday night. I didn't even eat half of it. Did, how many booze, drinky booze, did I you had, have? I had so I had two, but it was because of the two-hour time limit. So by the time I'd ordered my third, I wasn't allowed to have another one. So did you have three or no? I had two. So you... But I could have had... You could have you could have six. If depending you, on how quick you drink. Yeah, if you drink really I'm a quickly. quick drinker. Yeah, I, I was drinking wine 20. as well. I was just chatting okay. too much. But yeah, you don't want to down wine. That's gross. Mm, it's all right. Ooh, it just okay. makes you shot it. <laughs> but uh, it's easier to shot than, like, spirits are. What? No. Mm. Wine is just so strong. It's, it's like... Ugh. Yeah, oh my God, no, it is really strong. Like, I wouldn't down it because I'd be, like, on That's the also floor. just, like, not classy <laughs> to down some wine. <laughs> But uh, anyway, yeah, where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> um, where am I ass? Um, I'm pretty tired. Mm. Um, I'm really looking forward to having a break over Christmas from like all work. Um, but I'm really happy that we can socialize again. I ate a really good burger yesterday. I'm actually still thinking about how good that burger was. Okay. 
It was, oh, it mate. Can we clarify it was a vegan burger? It was a vegan burger. It was a portobello mushroom burger. Oh. But the portobello mushroom was, de- it was battered. It was like deep fried. Oh. And then there was an amazing coleslaw in it. Mm. And there was gherkin in it. And I don't normally like gherkin, but it really worked. Fuck. Oh, it was fucking good. That sounds so good. Yeah, mate, we should try and go before your, before Christmas. Christmas. Wow, that sounds delicious. And on that note. <laughs> on that umami note. Uh, umami. Umami. <laughs> There's notes of umami. umami. <laughs> um, so on yeah. that note. Oh, can I say one more yes, thing? Yes, you may. Uh, am I? <laughs> you sound so frustrated with me. You're just like, oh, get on with it. Go for um, it. I have a fluffy hat that arrived. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so exciting. We'll put it on the Instagram. Um <laughs> Rachel anyway. got a hat. Listen to the pod. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Um, you can find us on Instagram at astrologers. That's astrologers with two S's. Um, we post fairly regularly. Yeah, we do. You know what would be really cool? If you guys subscribed and left a review. That would be like that lit. Oh. And you know what would be also so cool? If you shared with your friends how much you like you know, us. That would be so good. And then if you could also share it with your friends and tell your friends to message us. Mm, you know what would be so delicious? Like, <laughs> keep going. It's good. It's good. It's like so fucking good. You know what would be, be like, so hot? It would be like so Gucci. <laughs> it's like if you like told like your parents and your grandparents and all your cousins and your little nephew and everyone in your life <laughs> can you imagine if miles sits there and listens oh, yeah, true don't mm. don't it's um Ask Joe. 16 plus what are we 16 plus oh come on though like 13 plus okay urinal beats we're calling they, they, them urinal yeah beats. they can cope with that it's not really about coping. It's like if it's a, if it's appropriate for the parental reasons. Okay. I think a parent needs to make that decision. But I think thirteen year old me would have loved this podcast. That's true. Me too. Same. And I knew what same. anal beads were. So honestly, same. <laughs> I feel like I did too. I feel like we all do. We deep deep Somehow. down, Somehow. everybody knows what anal beads. <laughs> it's an innate, natural, <laughs> fundamental, developmental response you should know you're training to be a psychotherapist <laughs> anyway you're psychotherapy so when when did you feel like you began to know what anal beads were when did you develop awareness of that's, the anal that's be- gonna be that's gonna be my thesis it's like the developmental acknowledgement of anal beads, beads. Mm. Mm. so leave a review le- le- yeah subscribe tell your friends um Subscribes. we would really really appreciate that that would we be super would. nice um and plus like the holidays are coming up and everyone gets kind of bored so- at parts at christmas so mm-hmm. um podcasts are always good yeah love a good pod um you can find me at rachel elizabeth coleman on instagram and you can find me at audrey barvet uh thanks so much for listening see you in the future but also time's a construct <sighs> Suck my ass. Bye. Bye.